just want to inform Deepti that um, I actually don't. I watched the first two episodes of this season. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, God, I don't know. Matt is this is tough. When Chris Harrison sat down with Matt to do oh. to talk about being what it's like to be a person of color, uh-huh. um, I I bowed out. So all of my references okay. are from I listen to this podcast called Will You Accept This Rose? Uh-huh. I've heard of that one. And they do a play by play. So this is all I'm referencing. So I might be like, which one's that one? Okay, all good. Bop, 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 bop. And to listen to the finale. Did you watch the finale? I did not. I, li- I just listened to the recap oh, um, okay. from the podcast. Oh, wow. It sounded like ABC just really dropped the ball. Yes. They- oh, my gosh. Deep D, we know you have the most amazing takes. So oh, tell us your thoughts. Oh, okay. yeah. Um. All right. So we talked briefly when we did the last season when at the end of 2020 and and I was like I think it's kind of bullshit that they picked Matt like in Mm. the middle of BLM protests it was so just for optics and he has nothing to do with it except having a white hot friend who was on the show and popular <laughs> like and, the hottest white yeah, male like he looks very hot yeah. mm-hmm. and and i was i came into the season like not optimistic and mm-hmm. i wasn't like going in with like okay let's see what they do i was going in angry about it yeah. you know mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i remained angry the entire time i will say that matt was one of the most boring yeah. bachelor leads yes. i have ever yes. witnessed and here's the thing though for a long time during the season i thought you know what he actually isn't this boring but he is putting on a persona to fit what Mm. abc wants him to do when he opened that first night with prayer we need to talk about religion (laughs) yeah what the hell i almost i almost boycotted the season when i saw why i i guess like it's just my thing is is like imagine if like why christianity you know what i mean like especially with everything going on i know why but like with everything so this week i can say you know as a former catholic and i'm not but like the pope the same week that you know Matt's praying mm-hmm. over, it, over. Rachel, and it was very much I'm praying over you, is. women. The Pope just said same set. You can't be a same sex couple in the Catholic Church, and it's like, wow. oh, we are doubling down wow. on like a supporting this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ridiculous mode of beliefs, and not to mention, Indra, was it you telling me that his mom's a Trump supporter? Yes. And he's a Republican. And, and this is baffling. And I'm kind of like, I wonder what his brother thinks of all that <gasps> shit. Because oh my he God. seems, I looked at his Instagram oh, and stuff. I heard that he has a video out. I didn't watch it. My friends sent it to me and they were dying. I think he's a, mu- he's a musician. He's clearly like leaned into his blackness a lot more than uh-huh. Matt has. Like, you know, the a lot of his posts like are clearly about like his growing up, like making music through like a hip hop lens, like, you know, leaning into mm-hmm. that yeah. side of himself and like 
That's not to say that Matt has like denied the black is side. Is God of in the Instagram of the brother? Good question. Well, no. Is no, he making no, no. his way into the songs? I've said this so many times, but like, when did I last say? I said this, and I really mean it. Is that Christianity is a function of white supremacy? It is a part of Bachelor Nation. Like that is going to be the last part of the like white ideals and bachelor bachelor nation to go because at the same time like christianity is also a really big part of the black community Mm -hmm. so like that is something that like i feel like the weird thing though is like i feel like matt started it with a prayer because he genuinely wanted to like i think he is a very religious man Mm -hmm. but like i also feel like Deepthi, I totally agree with you. Like, he was so boring during the season. And I'm like, you know, I know he does all this really important social justice work. Like, I have something to say about that, though. Oh. <laughs> does he? That's true. Like, he, he did a nice thing. He did a nice thing for kids with Tyler. But, like, yeah. honestly, legitimately, what else has he done? I mean, maybe he has, and I'm unaware. But, my God, Michelle continuing to say that he's a oh, world yeah. changer? I've always been like, <laughs> what is he changing? Well, he's doing a lot more than a lot of other men his age That's are true. doing. I will say that. But, I mean, the thing is, I lived for Matt in this after the final rose. Like he was mad. Mm -hmm. He was more himself Mm -hmm. than like, I think at any other point in the season, I think he was like, listen, this franchise has done me wrong. They like wanted me to be a certain way. They put me in as a figure after the Black Lives Matter movement mm-hmm. got really big, they wanted yeah. me in. He said this on After the Final Rose. Yeah. And he's like, and he's like, and I felt like I was being used. He essentially said that. And I was really proud of him for saying that. Did he that. actually say he felt he was being used? No, he did not but say he it like that. that. He implied that, though, it, right? He implied yeah. it. That is what he was saying, 100%. So here's what I think happened is like, so let's say Bachelor bachelor nation is that mean the fans or is that the it means everyone yeah producer the machine okay yeah so this is what i perceived as happening bachelor nation pats themselves on the back that they have the first black bachelor what we fail to recognize which totally played out and which is why abc and bachelor took a huge diarrhea in the punch bowl (laughs) is we're still seeing this through a white lens yes and we can see that every step of the way whether it's bringing the dad on whether it's Rachel it's like no matter if you put any kind of person how different or diverse or multicultural they are this is still a white lens this is a colonized white lens 100% BTW did you guys know that apparently this was cut footage they didn't air it but Chelsea, I think that's her name, the runway model, the black woman. Yeah, oh, yeah. she was. She was saying, although, what the hell was up with her at the women tell all going? What did she, what oh, happened? Oh, she was like defending MJ. Yeah. And I was like, what is wrong with you? But okay, that aside, apparently, you know, she shaved her head. Her, like mm-hmm. her and Matt apparently had 
a whole conversation. She told someone on a different podcast this, um, that she had a whole conversation with Matt about black hair, him getting rid of his afro, her getting yeah. rid of her hair, <gasps> and ABC didn't air it. And you might remember that Rachel Lindsay on her season has said that they wouldn't allow her to wear braids. God forbid we make our white audience uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I mean, Rachel was really done dirty by the franchise. Uh, But like Matt also, I mean, it's from that first conversation, Deanna, with Chris that you were like, Mm -hmm. I got to turn this off. I'm like deuces because it's like the Christianity. It's like the white colonized lens. Yes. Chris Harrison. Yeah. And and it's like, you know, to quote DJ Khalid, they, they played themselves, <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was the and all the whole I was listening to Nick Bial's podcast. Oh, today. what did he say? Well, did he okay, say? I'm not all the way through, but I mean, Nick is part of the machine. Let's oh, just say sure. that's the thing. He, but but he had thing. Brie on his podcast because he's like low key in love with Brie. He won't actually oh, admit hilarious. it, but he is. <laughs> And um, Brie was like, he was like, you know, seeing the after the final, like, what is your thoughts on the whole season? And she was like, I was disappointed to see that the stories that were told this whole season were about the white girl drama. She didn't say that, but she meant like Interesting. The, the stories that were yeah. told were like all this kind of unnecessary drama that wasn't even that big of a deal. And they and they left out all these other really important stories. And she was like, you know, I wish they could have shown a little bit more of our story together because I got a lot of hate from people saying like, why did you quit your job for a man? I thought that too. No, but <laughs> she, she was like, you know, there was a lot that went into that decision that they like uh-huh. did not even like and what'd she say show about at that? all. They didn't like people were like, oh, you know, you and Matt don't even have a connection. She's like, no one ever got to see that because they were all focused on like Victoria being Ugh, a fucking nut. Yeah case right yeah she didn't say exactly like that but that's my interpretation of it and I'm kind of like it's true like the majority of this season was about like drama amongst the white women in the house so interesting and there's this is the most diverse group of women we've ever seen 25 BIPOC cast members and the whole thing was like Victoria MJ nary a convo about color like never nothing never you know what Rachel this might that's interesting Bree said that because like she had some Instagram posts yesterday I think and Mm -hmm. yesterday was Tuesday so it was the day after yeah and her post I just saw you just saw yeah so it was like what did it say what did it say go ahead you can it's really long um it's basically like what did she say I'm just gonna look it up real fast she said um it's like another apology. Like, so like the big thing that Matt said after the final rose was like, I want to see her do the work. Like, he's like, we're over, but like she needs to do some work and I want to see her do that work. But do you know why that after the final rose, why I think it was so important? Yeah. Because, okay, so we live, Indra, you and I talk a lot about cancel culture, right? Yeah. And we're like, they're done. But we never get to see the fruition of a conversation yeah. between the oppressor and someone may- maybe is oppressed. You know what I mean? And like, that's why maybe ABC, it 
didn't redeem himself, but that's why it was so important. Like the Rachel and Matt conversation. Yes. I, oh my God. So deep, deep. But I didn't watch you, it. I only got the I, summer. Deanna, you need <laughs> to watch it. You do. It's it was riveting. It, it was riveting. I was on the my edge jaw of my was, seat. I was on the edge of my seat. My jaw was to the floor. Like in a positive way or negative? In a positive and negative way. Like you're just like, so basically the whole thing is Rachel has, oh, by the way, let's mm. just to go back to her Instagram post. All she basically yes, please, said please, please. was that there are a lot of women on the show whose stories didn't get to be told yes. because of like her monopolizing something. She didn't exactly say okay. that, but she's like, and I just want to share all these beautiful women. And it's just like her and a bunch of photos of, of, of her cast members. And I was like, oh, did I, I, I just think that like she, I think that the white world has wisened up in terms of their publicists. Like, I don't know if you watch Vanderpump Rules, but their apologies, oh, yes. yeah, their apologies were <laughs> atrocious. Oh, we talked about Stassi's. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're monsters since then. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that publicists have wisened up. And, and I just thought that the entire. So you're saying from the Vanderpump to now. To now, I think that I don't buy a word of any of these apologies. I just yeah, think no, like no. this person is less bad than that person because they're agreeing to stating this or that. But I just thought that at the women tell all, all it was was a publicist show. Yeah. Oh, it was such anything. bullshit. It was. And also what's her face from Chicago about the like sex working things where oh, she was Brittany. like, she was like, yeah, Brittany, well you, you did ruin my life. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But da, 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 like I was just like I was on her side, and I'm like, don't hate on sex work, but at the same time, you ruined my, ruin my life. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, uh, okay, and I just don't. The entire women tell all was a joke. It always it was is useless. It always and like, is. do you know what it feels like? You know how I said the ABC took the giant diarrhea. <laughs> it's like they're trying to clean out the diarrhea <laughs> with like, like a, absorb it with like a maxi pad yes, or something like that. Like, it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. this is not whatever's going on is not working. So bad. Okay, but okay. The, deep deep did you feel like i felt that matt was so mad at rachel yeah so i felt okay my thoughts on matt at the finale oh and matt kind of overall i'm trying to like i hope that i can explain i love the well. beard i'm gonna say it okay done what? i love okay, it i, I love do it not. i i think what is happening i don't <laughs> like it it's it seems really sad like, it's a sad that beard. It's, it's a sad yeah. it's, it's, a, it's carrying a the weight of the world <laughs> yes and, and the weight of the world i like yes. it i feel like he's like oh Fuck you all i'm gonna grow this beard yeah you know what yeah. i can see that like i personally think it looks so gross and terrible <laughs> but in terms of the optics of it it is just kind of like like you know how dave letterman grew that behemoth yes, beard after yes, he retired yes. or like stephen colbert does when he's on a massive hiatus yeah yes. it was like they're like i've given up and i'm chill i can't deal with anything right now that's what that i can't deal with it anymore beard i think matt is like i'm reclaiming me in some ways like okay so this is what i okay, think okay. Though, about him oh my god so okay. i think matt is a athletic frat boy type yes, like yes. i don't think that he's necessarily yes. like beer guzzling and like at the cag all the time per se because his body is outrageous and i just 
don't think that you can be that way. Like, so I think that he is running around New York City mm-hmm. with Tyler, who has captured the hearts of millions. Mm-hmm. He's the hottest white guy. I personally don't find Matt that attractive, but many people do. Mm-hmm. And he's got this sick body and I'm sure he's charming and nice. And, and I think that he's lived this, what a upper twenties guy who's come into some money and has some like Instagram fame. I think that he was kind of like living a fun life and it was extremely not deep. I, I don't want to, I cannot presume that Matt hasn't thought about his blackness growing up. I can never know that. All I know is there's like a light side of people and a dark side of people. When I say dark, I mean deep thinking. Yeah. And I do think that a lot of people, even though they portray themselves as like a light person to the world, that doesn't mean that they don't have dark, deep thoughts and all that stuff. So I don't know what's happening inside that noggin of his, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I do think that he is just this like playboy or maybe he's not, I don't know how effective he is with women, but like he is just kind of like this, like I just have fun run around with my boy, my boy, my boy. And like, do you know what I call those guys in New York city? Fuck boys. And deep tea. Well, yeah, you live there. Yeah. The lost boys. <laughs> oh, do you yeah, know what I mean? I you do. know these guys. Yes. And how many of us dated these guys? They're yes. the lost boys. Yes. They want to run around. A hundred percent. They just want to like yes. jump around and, and just not get deep and just totally. you're a problem if you get any sort of yeah. connection to I, them. Oh, they totally are agree. the ultimate in gaslighters. They, yes, they're they, gaslighters. So, so that's how I see Matt. Now, I'm not saying that he hasn't thought about these things. Clearly, he has to carry the weight of his mother's pain yes. because his mom oh, his mom's like I didn't give you talk, let's this talk about life. the mother tell me about the mother because I'm hearing all these things that makeup job <laughs> that she she is like the jazzercise woman okay like here's what I have to tell you because it's so funny <laughs> like Patrick and I were watching the show and Patrick goes oh my god she looks like Dumbledore <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. That's so mean of us to say, but whatever. No, so her hair just- has Dumbledore vibes. Like, it's it true. Does. It's- <laughs> and do you know what I heard also from the podcast I listened to? Shout out to Will You Accept This Rose? The way he was touching her. Oh. Yes. It was so weird. It was, it was just so like weird. the way he touched the women. This is a weird oh, relationship. I started cringing. I, al- I almost mm-hmm. looked away. So you guys noticed it. It oh, was that 100%. noticeable. Totally. Because it's like. But what does that mean? What does that thigh rub mean? So so I think that his he mom has so mother. much guilt. He has some Oedipal complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like he, his mom has so much guilt over the fallout yeah. from his dad. Now, I don't know, like, I don't know what kind of mother she was. I'm just going to presume she was a good mother, did everything she can. I am not here to judge that. But the fact is, she's crying on national TV when she, she meets was crying. a couple of the girls and it's like if she's doing like that positive here, or negative no, it was a little it was kind of negative i feel like she needs a lot of therapy she has a lot she, of stuff she, she yeah. needs to work through on Unresolved. her own and she's kind of she's all in with her kids i think and so when she heard the women saying these nice things about matt and whatever she was like i think it was like oh i made him and also like oh my god like she was just 
losing like they, her mind. The girls, they talked about their own kind of like, uh, like Michelle's parents. Um, and they seemed that they're, awesome. They're like, both of their families are intact. Yeah. They're like intact nuclear families. And the mom, and they like mentioned that. And the mom was like, he didn't have that. <laughs> and she was like, I couldn't she was like, that to him. She's like, he always had friends who had good families. Yeah. Cause I could have given it. And, and it was like, woman. Yeah. Wow. This is like, what are you saying? So Matt, I think has had to deal with a yeah. lot of darkness. I am not taking that away. But I think whether it's his coping mechanism or what it may be and him being like on his face, like he is like seen as a black man, whether or not he's biracial, but like yeah. to the world, he's a black man and he's had to live in that in this country, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it seems that he surrounds himself by a lot of white people. Maybe he has like black friends too right. and other That's like what I was wondering. people of color mm-hmm. friends, but that has what has worked for him. So I think this is a guy, I don't think he's very deep. And so like, I want to give the caveat that again, I sure he's had to deal with these things, but on its face, I don't think he's having these deep conversations with any women he's dated. He came out. Good with morning. Tyler talking about black lives matter with Tyler. Yeah, like, no way. You imagine that? Like, no. Okay. I have to, I have to play devil's advocate here and actually okay. it's coming from a real place. Okay. So I okay. do agree that Matt has the lost boys vibe. Like, and to begin with, like one hunt, like they should not have made him the bachelor. Like no. number one, they shouldn't have put him in just to like respond to Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Number two, like he has never been in love before. I guess, like mm-hmm. he's not, he's not ready to get engaged. Like he is not, not ready to get engaged. Why did they put him on the show? Okay. The other thing, though, is that, like, I think he has had kind of a shallow existence, like not kind of surface level stuff. I think that I don't fault him for surrounding himself with white people. Like, I am a person of color who has also mostly white friends and like mm-hmm. my community is white, my partner is white, you know, like there's things like mm-hmm. that. And like, in some ways it's like been a function of me denying my Indian self because I was ashamed of it because I saw whiteness as being better than like my brownness, like mm-hmm. all of this stuff. And I think Matt has definitely had that in his life and it's complicated for him as a biracial man, I'm sure. And so like, I don't yeah. fault him for any of that. I do think I see, and I saw this in After the Final Rose, he made some statements on Instagram that were actually really good and contemplative. I think he I think the wheels are starting to turn for him. Yes, I agree. The wheels are turning. And that's mm. why I think in the after the final rose, his silence spoke oh my way God. more than the entire season of word salads and garbage oh that was God. coming out of his mouth in bachelor speak. He said nothing all season. Well, it, he was a puppet. It a sounds like, but it sounds like Bree said, Bree said that there were conversations about race happening with the other women that they just did not show. He said on Good Morning America, he had conversations about race 
with the women of color, but with the women who are white, he did not have those conversations. Yeah, and he wished that he had, obviously, now because he sees Rachel. I mean, I think the thing with Rachel, I think he's realizing, like, Mm -hmm. I cannot be in a relationship with someone who doesn't truly see me for the black man that I am. And I think he's just realizing that. He's just realizing For the first time. Like, we saw it that he's realizing that. And you know what? This is an interesting thing. So I put on Instagram, I asked people to, like, bring up topics they wanted us Mm -hmm. to discuss. Mm -hmm. And our girl at uh, Mocha Minutes wrote that... Oh, we love Mocha Minutes. We love Mocha Minutes. She was mad to see him identify as biracial at the beginning of the season and now he's calling himself a black man and I was like you know I think that that is also perhaps a function of this transformation he's gone through Mm. and the producers asking him to make himself as white as he could be on the show like present Mm -hmm. yourself as biracial so that white audiences will accept you Mm -hmm. and I think he's like you know what I'm a black man like that is how I identify and like Mm -hmm. I think he's reclaiming that now and I, I just love to see it. I love to see it. And I think like from what I heard of is that Chris Harrison, like it wasn't only Chris Harrison as the puppet, obviously, and they had producers. Yeah. But these interruptions that or these these situations where Chris Harrison was approaching him and mm-hmm. be like, hey, dude, he had an earpiece on. <laughs> and like, who is the voice? Yeah. Oh, really? Is it a black, him what is it a black person or a white person? Is it a therapist? That was just like. It was like a, a cat playing with like a little toy, just swatting him around. Oh, and it's like, we, oh not only is Chris Harrison the white uh, presentation of it, I want to know, which I can almost guarantee that the person who's in his little ear is also a white person. Oh, and no. And that's absolutely true. And you hear from people all the time now that like behind the scenes, production is also mostly white. And so they need to start right. changing that too. But... I mean, let's talk about Chris because um, Chris. like what a mess. Like I, you know, I've I have thoughts about cancel culture and like whether or not it's really a good thing. But I'm like, that man needs to be canceled. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. He, first of all, he does absolutely nothing on the show. No. Like literally nothing. And if he's producing on a level that we're not aware of, then OK, I guess. But his presence on screen is so Worthless. shallow. It's like when he came up to him after Michelle, quick note on Michelle, I'm actually mad <laughs> that she's the bachelorette <laughs> because- the hot take. Well, I'm, hot I'm, take. I'm only- I, Some I, shit like was, <laughs> Well, okay, here's the thing. I was just thinking about this. I was doing a little power walk okay. a earlier because okay. I'm Good trying to get back yes. to like, you know, exercising a bit. And as I'm going around this track behind my apartment, I was like, wait a second. I'm angry. Well, first of all, when they announced a white and a black bachelorette, my initial thought was, why? Why can't you just have a black one? Why do you have to have a white one? Especially Katie, who is, fuck her. Like, she's, nobody cares about her. But like with Michelle, Michelle was my absolute favorite. Oh my God, I, I love, love her. her. I think she has a personality. I think she is gorgeous. I think that she's a wonderful teacher. All this, I mean, I don't know. She's, she's a, a good total teacher, catch. I'm just presuming. But here's the problem. Now she is clearly into the machine. She's in the machine. So she could have, 
I wanted her to walk away and light light it all on fire. Yes. And I know that there's legal boundaries to everything and you sign things that you won't shame the franchise or this yeah. or that or whatever, at least for a while. But like they did her so dirty. Like I'm even though we're like, oh, good for Matt, I still also am really pissed at Matt. Yeah. Because mm. he's like I have this ridiculous conspiracy theory okay. that <laughs> that I think Matt was like, I don't, I've never even been on TV before. I don't want to like, what is this you want me to do? They're like, we need a passable white black guy who won't talk about things yes. and we'll use you because you're naive and like, we could just like prey on you. But he's like, I'm not ready to get married. I'm just a fuckboy or whatever. And they're like, you know what? <laughs> he's like, I'm and I'm going to get engaged boy. in eight weeks. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> I think that they were like, or he was like, just use your dad as an excuse. Like, oh, oh my, my dad, my dad. Oh my it's like, I think they did him dirty that, with that. I think he what that wasn't going to come up. He didn't. Apparently, he didn't want them to air that. I agree. I th- I could see that. But, but why did he let them? What, but I'm sorry. No. Why did he ask his dad the questions then? He allowed his dad to come there. His dad came clearly under the guise of it being like kind of like a uh, like, like a, a fun a lighthearted thing. Yeah. fun thing. And then he's like, "Dad, why'd you leave me and only give us pizza and shoes?" And I was crying during that scene. Matt probably said, "Like, tell him this is what we're going to talk about." And production was probably like, "We're just going to have a celebration." Maybe I'm sure it was production. Right. You can't probably. blame this on Matt. I really can't. I. I- I'm, I have a strained relationship with one of my parents. And if ABC, if I was on the show and ABC brought that parent on, mm-hmm. the questions would just start coming out. Really? Oh, interesting. Good yes, point. 100%. And so I know what it's like to mm-hmm. not have talked to a parent for over a decade. Yeah. Um, and if if I saw that parent in front of me, it would just be it would be a vomit of the questions. And I would definitely not be focused on Well, Matt didn't know that he was he didn't have that awareness that I think that you have clearly. And ABC is like, this is great. And so like, yeah, in that sense, maybe I can be a little forgiving of that for allowing it on but i do think matt stop with this excuse because your dad did this thing you are a 29 year old man and i'm not saying that you don't have a lot to work through like yes his his clearly yesterday was like google therapist you know like it was very funny that's the thing is like for me as someone who is um has been in therapy for 20 years and someone who's studying to be a therapist i am shocked how many people have not gotten therapy and mm-hmm. like just this life is made for people not this life but it's easy to go around and surround yourself with people who don't make you think like you said That's a good point yeah, yeah yeah and you know to just like put on a smile uh-huh. on your face and especially with a friend like tyler yeah, yeah. I, I don't that man is not keep going on bringing deep. up He's not going deep. You're doing sit-ups and grunting at yeah. each other. Eating cookies and, and like taking shirtless photos and like, yes. like, you know, okay, back to like the way they portrayed Matt on the show. Mm-hmm. I'm like, literally all we see of him is on his fucking Peloton or like doing sit-ups in the forest. Totally. It's like, because that's yeah. how he deals with mental stuff, which yes. I can relate to. No, no, no. They could have shown some footage of him 
even if the ABC tours that he was doing with kids are kind of bullshit in some ways, it's yeah. something about him yeah. that they could have uh-huh. shown. Right. Like, so you know what's really wild is I like after the final rose like ended, and then somehow Hulu shot me back to the beginning of Andy's season. Oh, I didn't and watch it. Andy's pre-roll was wild. It was like. She's a criminal defense. No, she's like a criminal prosecutor. She was a prosecutor. They mm-hmm. literally call her like they say something about her being like a gangbuster, and they show oh, her wow. photographing graffiti on walls. This is 2014. Wow. And I'm like, <laughs> wow. Like if we're calling people out on their shit, like can we call out that they were celebrating yeah. that in 2014, wow. and now we have wow. ma- like. I have to say things have come a long way. Bachelor Nation is very, very, very slow to like really actually make change. But I think like the after the final rose, it really changed things for me. Like I do see some hope now. You do, though. I do. I really do. I just feel I feel that Matt, I just like keep thinking he was like hit with a bag of rocks and had to like open his eyes and I feel like he couldn't speak because he He's so, was really realizing yeah. that I was so mad at Rachel. So mad. She said she said she was and and this is not like all the quote work that she's done so far. She literally said even on Monday. Yes. She said I was blindsided that he broke up with me. She said this so recently yeah. that she was like she does not get it. No. And Matt and I think Matt hearing that also at that moment, that's why he couldn't speak because he's like, okay, I can't be threatening. I'm a black yeah, man on TV, yeah. but yes. I have to be da da da. Yes. But I will say there is a faction of people. We did get a question mm, by someone. Okay. And I saw a lot of tweets like this too. They think that he was hard on Rachel and this was a teaching moment. And I'm like, the answer to that is always, no, the black people don't have a responsibility no. to teach no. white people. No. But that no, is no, what no, 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 a no. lot of, and like the thing is, a lot of the people saying this are saying it's a teachable moment. It's clear that she doesn't have a clue. So they're not saying like, fuck Matt and Rachel and white supremacy. No, but is they're great. asking him but to do all the work. But they're putting the onus. They're asking, putting all the onus on him. And, yeah. and they're just like, it, it was unfair. Like they don't know how it was like for her growing up. And I'm like, but the, her ignorance oh is my not God. your You're problem. You're protecting a white person. And, but You're people don't get that. Person. They don't get that. The reaction from Bachelor Nation, the comments that I've seen on posts, especially like, on seen? Facebook. Oh, my God. It is all... I am not watching anymore because they got rid of Chris Harrison. Yeah, they, I saw they that. They fucked yeah. with Chris Harrison. As one of them said, Chris Harrison is Jesus. Like, oh my and, God. and then there's the stuff about Rachel. Oh, she didn't do anything wrong. I'm so over this Black Lives Matter. Like every 2000 comments. It's crazy. I bet. Can I ask something to both of you? Because you both watch Bravo. Because I'm thinking of, okay, so they tried this with people of color, women of color, and then um, bringing it into like this white space. And then it kind of got me thinking into Bravo because they're still trying to do that because the segregation, like it was so segregated, right? Mm-hmm. Because we have Atlanta yes, and then yeah. we have New York and like, then we truly have like, diverse casts. 
yeah. you know, Southern charm. And it's just like, <laughs> but then we have Southern charm, New Orleans. And it's like, wait, what the fuck? And we're trying, like, Deep T, are you watching um, Dallas? I am. Oh. So, like, what, 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 who's doing it right? Like, how... Because Dallas, it that's another diarrhea and a punch. Well, ball. Dallas, I mean, Bravo is reacting to all this as well. They're like, we got to insert one to two people of color into every cast. It's yeah. just blowing and up. It's, and it's, it's like, showing everyone's true colors. Yes. Brandy, I mean, oh, fuck wow. Brandy. Fuck Brandy. But I'm sorry about her husband. But the thing is, is like... I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared to watch New York. Oh, because, because imagine Sonia yeah. and Ramona. I know. And even Luann. Like, what do we do? I it's this is another comment I saw and all those things. I was so uncomfortable watching after the final rose that I had to fast forward through the whole thing. We need to Because I can't Because wow. people are fucking fragile. This is white fragility at its finest. Mm, I could see we that. We need yes. to see Sonia and Ramona fucking ruin themselves over dealing with you know a what? person of color. Yeah. We need to see but it. But then there's collateral damage. We have we have the Tiffany Moons that is collateral damage. And then we have the Mats. And then we have Ebony in New York. Tiffany's coming out on top though. Like I have so but much her respect emotions, for her. You're seeing her crumble. Of course. Like that, but her story so is being told. And I that's and people are true. defending her like I'm defending mm-hmm. yes. her. Uh-huh. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'm. S- but do we need to have collateral damage like that? Well, the, I'm sorry. They're putting themselves in harm's way. Yeah, it's true. I I'm not putting myself okay. in okay. that way. Okay. So okay. don't don't come at me because I'm not, you know, but like when you're going on reality TV. Yeah. Uh, I don't care. Like you are you want to be on TV. So deep tea. Can I ask you? Mm-hmm. Say, like, if you, the housewives were, like, Bravo's, like, deep tea. We want you for, like, Real Housewives of Brooklyn. Like, <laughs> would you consciously be, like, this is going to be a white lens. I'll probably get a white producer. Uh, like, everything will be brought to the surface, and I will probably be bullied because I am a South Asian American woman. There is not one cell in my body <laughs> that would remotely take an offer like that. Seriously. Okay. Because uh, putting it's like, my life on blast, no. my my yeah. being on blast. That's like, okay. Listen okay. To us talking about these people. <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, but we're having we're, we're a such monsters. Conversation. I'm a monster. <laughs> but, but that's the thing. Like I'm not putting myself in that harm's way. Now, do I think people should get death threats? No. 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 Of course not. No, like I mean, there's no. a line, but like I I mean for Matt. I think that he's going to be fine. I think that he's going to do a lot of thinking. I think that, you know, like he's going to like make his way. And this was a crossroads for him. And, you know, like he, he's going to be a okay, you know, and Rachel, he is. Uh, I don't think, you know, she's like, well, I could tell you all the things I've been doing, but that would take away from all the podcasts I'm listening to. It's like, Rachel, shut up. Yeah. You couldn't name one thing you're doing. You're just posting matcha tea <laughs> and like all that stuff still, but like with the black lives matter book in the yeah, like, no, picture. Oh, no, like, that's awful. No. Rachel, Rachel is I predict going nowhere. No, Rachel. So I want to play devil's advocate, though. Okay. So maybe they're not going to be harmed, but you have young people watching these shows that 
are not white saying, oh, I finally see someone like me on screen. Oh, fuck. There's no room for people like me on screen because they're just going to be fucking like just chewed up and out to dry. You know what I mean? And that's That's what Brie said. Also, yeah, she said that. Well, no, she said, like, I don't see um, relationships, romantic relationships between people of color on TV very often. And I was hoping Matt's season was going to be an opportunity for that. Who said this? Brie. Brie said this in her interview Mm -hmm. with Nick and and it didn't really end up being that. It didn't. And, you know, like, if he was in love with Rachel and he chooses her and she's white, like, that's great. Whatever. You know, like, right. it's cares, it's fine. But, but and, and I do think that, like, he had meaning. But did he know? Did he know when he had that conversation with that Chris. I saw with Chris Harrison yeah. being like, if I end up with a white woman or a, a non-white woman, like, how's it going to look? Right. I think he honestly was like, I don't know how that's going to look. I don't think he knew. No, I think he didn't. I don't. Uh, the entire season, I there was certain towards the end, the last few episodes, I okay. literally would look at his face and I'm like, he looks exasperated. Yeah, he is exhausted, and he's like, what have I gotten myself into? Yeah. This is not fun. This sucks. I'm not into any of these. <laughs> I women. don't want to get. I mean, engaged. they don't. But like, they don't show any connection with him and Rachel. Like. There's Rachel. Rachel is a robot. So this this last episode and after the final rose is the first time we really get to kind of like really see her like say and so she's like, I'm so in love with him. He's the love of my life. Like literally it's like Uh you are not a real person. Like I don't believe anything you say. I don't. I want to bring up. I want to bring up. Okay. We can think of him going into the show and talking to probably Hannah B and Tyler, two white people (laughs) that have like, you know, been been heralded. Yeah. Flaw flawless under this ABC white call. I keep on saying it's the white colonized Mm -hmm. lens, but (laughs) it is that. And so he's like, this is going to be great. Yeah. Wait, was Hannah B in trouble yet when this, when he before this yes the the tiktok where she says the n-word well she said the n-word what happened wait Uh, okay so last summer she she did a tiktok with a song where the lyrics had the n-word in it sung by a black person who is allowed to use the n-word and she was lip syncing singing along and she said it and then she goes and like keeps going (gasps) And, but she didn't she apolo- posted it. She, yeah, and then people didn't came apologize. at her for it. She didn't apologize for weeks. like almost weeks. And then finally, when she got so shit on, she <laughs> finally apologized. <laughs> I watched the entire apology. It was seventeen minutes <gasps> of her crying. Seventeen minutes. She was like, I, I just. I mean, it was victimizing. She cried herself. for oh, seventeen. Because she was like, I'm so sorry. There's no reason I should have done it. But she was basically victimizing herself. You know, but yes. like she did feel bad and stuff. Yeah. But like Rachel Kirkconnell's like seven minute apology. I don't know if you watched oh, that. You watched robot, that. Did you watch robot. that? Robot. Robot. It was a robot. Her publicist wrote it all. I didn't like rewatch it, so I wasn't paying attention. She to was reading off of she a paper. Reading. She was using yeah. words. She was. That she, that she was. Girl, she was not medicated, use. though, too. I would have been. I mean, I wouldn't have. <laughs> she <laughs> Possibly. She might just have no personality. But right. like. No, sh- yeah. She, she was like using. She was using anti-racist words that that girl. Yes. Did no, she doesn't know. understand what that means. And the fact no. that like this was 
Like when I mean, she was blindsided that he broke up with her in the midst of everything oh going God. on. And you're gonna tell me that you're gonna you know these about- anti-racist vocabulary? <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Okay, Rachel. can we? Okay, that segues into something I want to talk about, which is Emmanuel Acho. Okay, mm-hmm. and what you thought of him and some of the ways that he pushed the conversation because I have some thoughts. But Deep, okay. do you go first? So I immediately felt like I was with a warm soul. I yes. was like, that suit is really tight and I, <laughs> I'm getting a kick out of it. <laughs> and the red really turtleneck. Uh, yeah, so I was into like, it. I was like into it, even though it was like, <laughs> like gonna bust at the seams at any moment and I was Literally. like he's fitting in that but anyways I did feel at first I was like I couldn't put it into words until after I was texting my friend Dina and I was like he was like a caricature mm-hmm. of a host mm-hmm. for and after the final rose for a while like he was it was the beginning like, yeah the beginning like I was literally like is this like a Saturday Night Live skit <laughs> And then, really? Yeah, then, it was very, very fake and put on for yeah, sure. But then he like. Then he went there. Asked, he went there, but he had the same demeanor when he's like, <laughs> and how do you explain your ignorance, Rachel? <gasps> and I was like, oh, 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 my, oh my God. God. Like, oh, where do you, is it family? Is it where you grew up? Like what, what makes you, uh, but he also gave her an out though. He's like, you know, you're just ignorant. You're not racist. He was like making those arguments for oh, her. Oh, wait, can I comment on yeah. that specifically? Because I thought it was useful language when he was like, there's a difference between calling someone a racist mm-hmm. and recognizing that their actions have been racially insensitive. That's very true. And that's something that I've been trying to kind of put into words myself for a long time. And I feel like he he brought that out, that it's like, in some ways, it's just it's not helpful to say you're a racist. Yeah, unless, no, it closes the door but, to any but conversation. You can about call it. people out for doing something that is racially insensitive, and I think he was trying to call her in in that way to say like, yeah, Rachel, we're not part. calling you a racist. We're saying your actions were racially insensitive. Now, please comment on that. Yeah, yeah. And she didn't really say anything. It was she, all kind of bullshit. She, it was all nonsense, and she was just like. She just knew she did know better than to victimize herself, but she blatantly said it. She's like, I'm not going to victimize myself. Like she knew she had no out and she was sitting out there just like in like, right with like a fire squad, like right Mm -hmm. on her. And there, and usually I feel bad for people. Even I cannot stand. I have so much empathy. Maybe I'm an empath. I don't know. I had not one ounce of sympathy for her. Not one, especially when she said, I was blindsided that he broke up with me. Uh, that, for some reason, I cannot get out of my head. Well, I because she was bringing it back to like, I can't believe this ruined my relationship. Mm. And Matt's sitting there like, you. this is the problem. Yeah. Like the fact that you do not see why just three years ago you were doing stuff like that and now you're expecting to be in a relationship for the rest of your life with a black man. Like, this yeah. is a problem. She said, like, um, Emmanuel asked her, like, when you, like, what's your, what's your thoughts on those photos? Yeah. And yeah. she was like, well, honestly, it's just like, I, she basically said, I still look at them as like, they're just photos I took with my friends. 
she and she did she and she's like qualify it it's like but now yikes. i know better i didn't know what the history was she's like well they were she has exonerated herself i think she said something to like be like but they're wrong you know like but it was knee jerk it was like not it was it was the robot yeah, it, was it was like this is what i need to say it's written for me on a teleprompter and i'm just gonna say it and like she says in her little Instagram post from yesterday, like Matt was the love of my life. Like he'll always have a piece of my heart like this, that and the other. And it's like, you know what, Rachel, what I saw, like Matt, I expected Matt to kind of like be like, oh, I love you too. Or, you know what? But he was just, he was silent. He was fuming. I could see the steam coming yeah, out you of can his see the ears. Steam. And also <laughs> Manuel literally said to both Rachel and Anne, Michelle, like, so this might be the last time, like, coming from, like, <gasps> Mr. Smart, like, Mr. Like, charismatic caricature of a host. I'm you gonna might be nice. ever see Matt He's again. Like, so this is the last time you might ever see Matt oh again in your God. entire life. Anything to say? It was, like, the, what did she say to the that? The juxtaposition of his demeanor versus oh. what was coming out of his mouth oh was my hilarious. God. But then, well, Rachel, he said the same thing to her. Uh-huh. And then, and then he also went there. He goes, so Matt, um, would you like to embrace her? <laughs> and he was Did like, they do it? No. He looked at her. She kind of like moved <laughs> like a millimeter, and he just looked at her like, ew. <laughs> and, and then he, he just yeah. he hates her now. He's he is he over hates her. her. And, and like, and part of it is his fault that he went into this really naive and stupid. Yeah. Knowing like what the what was going on in our nation mm-hmm, at this mm-hmm, crossroads, mm-hmm. not just like that racism just started. Obviously, we know that, but like yeah. last year was when a lot of things really came to the, the fore. turning point. Right, turning right to have been himself. He blindsided himself becoming The Bachelor and being like, yeah. you do know that you are. I mean, I knew it when they announced him. I'm like, he, uh, this guy's going to carry the mantle for Black yeah. Lives Matter. And yeah. in the first episode, exactly what you said, like, Chris is like, so, you know, how's it going? He's like, well, I'm half white. <laughs> like, I don't no, know what totally. I'm going to do. I hope people don't get yeah. mad at me if I choose. And I don't care if he chooses a white guy, like a white woman. I don't care if he chooses a woman of color, but like. Well, and that just shows like ABC was never all in. No. You know what I mean? They They had one foot into, they had one foot in and with, with Matt having a white mom, you know, they're like, we're going to go there, but we can't. And he's a registered Republican and his mom's a Trumper. So like, it's like. You know what I want to see? I want to see Matt like become an independent <laughs> right yes. i want to see matt like Registered. because it can happen ben higgins went from republican to really? he's like this party doesn't represent my ideals and i'm now an that. independent because he ran for office yeah too, right? he ran for office in colorado but okay so yeah what are your manual thoughts you said so you had i i mean i i agree i really loved him like i just i thought that i was like first of all i was like can you imagine Matt having the conversation he had with Chris Harrison? It's like laughable, laughable. laughable. And I do see like, okay, they brought him on. He was great. Like Emmanuel Acho has his own podcast called Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man. Mm-hmm. So he was really like a great person to do this. Uh-huh. I do think that like 
like, okay, so moving forward with the franchise, you know, I wish the best for Matt. I really want to see. Yeah, th- I do think that he has made an important transformation in the way he sees himself. I and just like, think it didn't need to happen like this. But and you that's know what? what? It happened. And I, I think we need to celebrate that. It's like, true. as someone who has gone through a lot of that stuff myself as a person of color, like, I don't think that we can, like, get mad at him for the way that he did it. Or I, even- I'm not mad at him. I'm mad at ABC for you. Like, yes, you yeah. know, just like using him, they did him dirty. No, they're they just did. the devil. They fucked him over that's so why I'm bad. Upset. But you yeah. know what? At least there's this one good thing that's happening from it. Okay. Going forward, so the Bachelorettes, like they chose Katie. Right, she was going to be introduced at the Women Tell All, but then everything oh, really? blew up. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. But yeah. then everything oh, yeah. blew up. I've so been, Michelle I've been, wasn't. No, no, it was just oh, Katie. It was gonna. God, does that I know, change everything? It changes everything. But then the Chris interview happened with Rachel, which was just atrocious, and they were wow. like, "We can't. We need to re whatever." So again, they're doing this like. Why did they just cut Katie? They cut. Someone to get I Nick know. on at the last because second. Because they need the sugar. Did they sign contracts or like I don't know what happened? But well, like, it is, don't you guys agree? It's the spoonful of sugar that helps the medicine go down because it's like yes. they can't just all of a sudden because they're gonna lose viewers. They can't have yeah. three black leads yeah. in a row. And they're they're, they're and, like we can't the, do that. And Bachelor Nation yeah. is so angry at Rachel Lindsay, and Rachel oh, is yeah. like Rachel's so. like I'm out. And uh, yeah, good and for her. Rachel Lindsay, I, I I mean, like, I did not, I know that she would talk about the hate that she would get, but I didn't realize the extent no. of the hate she got until this, this happened. happened. Yeah. And I was always mad at Rachel. Oh, I like Rachel for everything, except I mm-hmm. just thought she didn't let on that she liked Peter more than she said she did (laughs) but i i have held on to that as the only thing and also like well yeah that's pretty much it but i was like okay i finally forgive rachel for (laughs) like like letting on how much she did like peter and being Mm -hmm. like oh i was only brian even though even though some people are like it was it doesn't matter but the point is like i cannot believe what rachel Lindsay has gone through and did you listen to her podcast episode on higher learning higher learning where she was like as a black woman i had to sit there and be like okay i can't she's like of course i was fuming but i had to sit there and be like okay how am i going to handle this like with body language with like the words yep. coming out of her mouth and yeah. then she was so in the moment smart about it and she essentially let chris harrison out there to burn yeah, she was like i'm gonna yeah. let this happen She was like, I'm going to let this happen. Mm -hmm. And it happened and it ruined his career. And you know what? And you know what the sad thing is? It's through experience that she's had that thrown at her that she knew what was going to happen. That's the fucked up point is that she's been through this like a thousand times of this white person mansplaining to her and she's like I've seen this play out and I'm just gonna let it and it's like oh haha but like there is a dark underbelly yeah to what to that can we talk about Katie and Michelle yeah, yeah so okay, tell me yes, more yes, like yes. so so they were going to announce her and that happened. And then what? So Katie, they filmed a whole thing where they announced her at the Women Tell All. And then and so I've been reading Reality Steve spoilers at the end of the season because we all knew he was going to choose Rachel. 
So I, so like, and this kind of came out like Katie's going to be the bachelorette. Katie's going to be the mm-hmm. bachelorette. Then they backtrack on that. And then because of the Chris interview and now. And didn't Katie say, I don't know what's going and on Katie at one was point? Like, I don't know. I'm not the bachelorette. What are you talking about? And like, and now they're like, oh, it's both of them. And it was always going to be that way. And it's like, no, 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 no. no. no you were going to put up. a white woman yeah. in. And yeah. now you're again, like virtue sig- signaling that with putting a black woman uh, to have her own season in the fall. And like, Michelle is like um, the dream. You know, we all love Michelle and like mm-hmm. I love her. I am worried about the machine. Can I say something about a dildo? I thought it was okay, it's cute. Katie comes out with a dildo, right? <laughs> yeah. But like this is like getting into pearl clutching territory that I'm it goes with this like holier than thou god fearing thing where it's like i i don't it's i don't want to see it like brandy with the dildo with cameron you know what i mean on real housewives of dallas yeah yeah did did you see that where it's like brandy's like the dildo's so funny and it's like because i haven't seen all of dallas but i am watching. okay because it's just like well it's like the gag was like interesting for a second but like are we this conservative about sex and whatever Mm -hmm. and that we like have to like get this ongoing joke about a dildo but i think like the bachelor nation thing this is where it's so so there was this hilarious meme after night (laughs) one of matt's season (laughs) where someone zoomed in on the dildo like like in <laughs> during the prayer and they were laughing. like that dildo in the prayer circle <laughs> hilarious Which is but but this illustrates something very interesting like this about bachelor nation they're super christian and conservative yeah, right. on one side and yet there's this sex positivity that they're trying to bring in and it's like who is are you trying match, to though? talk to yeah. who are you trying to please so they're leaning in now to the sex positive I Katie. I don't know. To, like, I do think Michelle, I hope she has, I hope she can do it. I hope she can push the conversations around race right. in her season. Like, I really want her to. I think Deep D, I'm worried like you are that I'm she's worried. in the machine. Yeah. But like, Kate, so Katie, though, like, Katie, I'm really glad that she brought in sex positivity. I do think she was right to to let Matt know that like there was this very toxic situation happening in the house. Like she's been called out for like, why did you have to tell Matt about it? And it's like, I think mm. Deep D, what do you think about that? No, I'm not necessarily thinking that she should have. I I think like all it showed to me, like I don't give a shit if she did. Right. But mm-hmm. All it showed to me was that it's basically like, I know all this is a production and it's a farce and like blah, blah, blah. You know, like I love talking about reality shows and breaking apart and <laughs> yeah, where yeah. they like let the scenes loose and stuff. And I'm like, I see what's going on. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But with that, it basically just like pulled the veil off of her too much. I was just like, there's not one ounce of you that is here for Matt. And I know that with most of these women, they're here to sell tummy tea, you know? Yeah, right. yeah. But like, 100%. But 100%. I was just kind of like, but she got this like laudatory, like I'm a martyr and a saint. And these women are like, you fuck shit up for like yeah, a yeah. lot of us. And basically Katie was like, she was a white savior. Yes. 
There's a little bit of the like goody two shoes vibe that I get from her. She just thinks she's a martyr and she's just like, I am so good and perfect and I Mm -hmm. say the right thing. Mm -hmm. And there is nothing. I I mean, like she's on the correct side of justice. Like I'm not mad at her for that. At least she's not fucking Victoria. Yeah. Yeah. There was just something about her where I'm like, you are. I have no interest in hanging out with you. And that would extend to, I have no interest. I don't care about you. I don't mm-hmm. care about your love story. Like, no, I really don't I care, do about care about her love Michelle. story. I, yeah, exactly. That's why I'm like, why did they choose Katie? Because she stood up against bullies because she stood up against bullies and they yes. got shit on. For okay. That. The thing that I appreciate about Katie is like her lips are the realest lips I've seen on that show. <laughs> are they good lips? No, they're just not normal. They don't have oh, they're normal. Oh, no, okay. I do you like know? that she's kind of just like she has. I love that she's not like your stereotypical like rail thin, right. totally done up bachelorette. Like big lips, yeah. eyebrow raised no, surgery. No. She's like um, she has tits. kind of the girl next door vibe, but she also she does she. Like, I don't think I'd be friends with her in real life. Like, I'd just be like, oh, you're kind of annoying. <laughs> you I, would know? Find her, I would find her annoying. Like, she's the kind of person who, like, she's just so righteous. And yes. again, mm. we're so mad about how mm-hmm. about how awful Bachelor Nation is. And we have every right to be mad. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, she's not fun. Like if her if her yeah. thing of like I brought a dildo like she wasn't fun about it though that's she was not just fun. like look 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 and I'm that's like, not funny she was like funny. why is that funny yeah her personality I mean she was kind of like I'm gonna need this and like yeah. I'll share but, like, it with like my she's roommate so, <laughs> she's so <laughs> plain. She's a little funny yeah and there's nothing wrong with being a plain ish looking person or having a plain ish personality that's fine in the real world but yeah. if you are going to be mm. the lead of a show I, I know edge. or you have to be smoking hot or you have to have like a good personality or like something I, am, I really hope that we're surprised like I really yeah. hope that there is some I would love sort to of... be surprised I mean, I'm interested to see what her cast of men look like. I really well, and I think it's that. important to say, I think they need new producers. Yeah. And I think if yeah. you get the right producers, maybe is maybe what you're saying, Andrew, behind Katie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe it'll spruce her up a little bit. We know she's going to get the top notch wardrobe and like all the artificial things are going to be or yeah. superficial. Yeah. But like we need like the pizzazz yeah. behind her. And, uh, and that's why it's like clear if we like I hope ABC clears house. Get rid yes. of the Chris Harrison, whoever the fuck was talking in his ear, especially mm-hmm. get rid of some of the producers. Well, the franchise is led by white men, so they need to really I know. think about that. But and and like now Tasha and Caitlin are going to be a host like great. Tasha is so boring. I know. I like Tasha. I love her. I like her. You like she Tasha. She is kind of boring. But she, she, so that's what, she doesn't me. need to be interesting to be a host. I you would like need it. To be interesting. Who was the girl that um, hosted Tasha when Chris Harrison had to drop JoJo? But I like JoJo. No, never. I mean, who would you guys choose though? Oh, Rachel Lindsay. <laughs> but oh, she won't, Rachel, she won't the, come near yeah. Bachelor. They need a BIPOC person to be the host of the show. Yeah. Who, who else could they? It choose, cannot though? be a white person. No, well, no, no, no. We don't have anyone to choose because they're 
haven't been that many. How many manual? I'm so down with that guy. I'm actually, why did they choose him? (laughs) I don't know. I think they wanted to see how we all reacted. Yeah. And I love him. So go for it. Michelle. Okay. Michelle, I'm so excited for her season, but Bachelor in Paradise. (gasps) I'm going to watch that. I'm so excited. Top three top three dream picks to be on this season they haven't announced the cast right? no they haven't top three dream picks i have not thought about this Ooh, can i can you i just first. do people i don't respect yeah uh yeah <laughs> yeah it okay be if they put victoria on i'm gonna be pissed if they put uh, bennett I on do. i'm gonna be, they're totally gonna put i want to see on. bennett i want to see um just because i'm selfish and i think he's hot the asian doctor from New joe York. yes oh i, I love joe. him joe I, think he's, I would have chosen i've i think ivan shouldn't be on it but i just would like to look at him yes ivan was too boring ivan's too good for the show yeah, let's be real good. like i is way too good for you the guys, show if they pick if they pick they're gonna Victoria. put that nurse on they're gonna put that nurse on that bennett had tension with so they can kind they're of gonna do put their... sarah on the girl who sent who's herself home early on yeah, yeah who's the nurse oh sarah's not oh, gonna do it because of her noah. dad noah noah is for sure gonna be on oh he's definitely gonna be no on. sarah's been doing all these instagram lives with noah and bennett on all those dudes really She's gonna, yeah sarah who's was sarah? the girl who the sent one her home because of her dad has als Oh, and she passed episode out. two. Her. They devoted a whole episode. But she's to her. gonna go back. I guess it'll be a shorter period of time. She okay. She is she's someone... fake as shit. That's all. Okay, I have but to the agree. thing is, is she's someone. Yep. She got out of the limo, and I was like, I don't get it. And then, like as time went on, I was like, this woman is stunning. Yeah, she, she looks very like she looks like the Schitt's sister Creek. from Shit's yeah. Creek. She does. Identical. She does. But she, if I mean, guys, seriously, like if they put Victoria on. Then they are just enabling monsters. Trumpism. Trump is bad behavior. She's a Trump She is outwardly. Did you see the yeah, photo she has a of Trump her? Flag. There's no. a Trump flag in the back. I mean, I'm not shocked, but like No, no. Of she, course she is. But everyone everyone like had this thought. Like, not only well, is she it's unshocking. It's not shocking at all to me that she's a Trump supporter, of course, but she literally was the embodiment of Trump. Like, yeah, rules don't apply to me. I That's can, a really good point. All people disgusting, and then That's it was like awful. people made fun of me when that whole golf thing came out. Yeah. When the oh. caddy was making fun of Victoria's body. Oh yeah, yeah. I was yeah. so mad because I'm like, oh, is Victoria going to use this as a platform now to fat shame? Right. And we're going to forget what a horrible. She's yes. a horrible being. Despicable the thing she said, she and you know, we didn't even see the half of it. You know, Correct. there was more. Right. Okay. So, Deep D, did you realize that Serena P is half Indian? I ha- I didn't deep dive into it, but I was like, she's either Persian or yeah. she's South Indian of some South Asian of some sort. She is right. She, her mom is Indian. Like a hundred percent Indian. A hundred percent Indian. Interesting. What did you think of her? <laughs> I liked her because she's half Indian. Like, yes. I gotta represent. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. She was so cold, though. Like, so I listened to an interview with her on Bachelor Happy Hour where she talks about her exit and how she was like, Matt, you're just Same. not my person. <laughs> like, when she said that, I was like, whoa, there, you could have been a lot nicer about that. But she was like, you know what? I had to tell him in certain terms that this was not 
going to go forward because I wanted him to really move forward with the relationships that were working for him. And I was like, that's really really, like, I really respect that about her. I think she's like a straight shooter. I think she's like very mature for her age. So I was going there. I want to see her on Bachelor in Paradise. And I want to see. Oh, sorry. I mean, I want her to talk about her Indianness a little bit. Okay. Well, two things I would. If she went on, I want her to talk about Indian stuff. But at the same time, I'm disappointed that an Indian's on the show. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why? Are Indians too good to be Why? on the show? No, they got to be on. I want them to be Representation on. Representation matters. It's a, it's, a, it's a problematic stance of mine where I'm like, oh, boy, you're going to be. Like, I would not want my nieces to be in the no. bachelor. Yes, I, I 100%. My yes, I see what you're talking shit. about. That's what I'm, t- I'm talking about more from that perspective. I'm yeah. just kind of like, don't go there. Like, right. I, I'm not saying you have to be a doctor or a lawyer or even like the highest up, whatever. I'm not, not, it's not about that. But like, I think it could be, it could be really good if like, but there's been a few South Asians, but if there was more there representation and talking, that, Kerpa, one guy. Oh, Kerpa. And um, there, there was, was a, a woman named Marique. Oh, I don't remember that. I don't remember a man ever being mm-hmm. on Because the show. he left after night one. He got <laughs> wasted. Oh, and he was a pick. And I was cracking up. Oh. No, but you know what I want? Like, I want people to break down... Like something that's been great about family karma is how it's mm-hmm. broken down stereotypes about South Asians yeah. a bit for American audiences to mm-hmm. be like... We're not all just like boring people who study all the time, you <laughs> right, know, right, like right, right. I think that Bachelor Nation could really learn a little like it's such a huge platform that if there was a South Asian woman who really came on and like or man who like kind of just broke down whatever right. stereotypes people have about Indians, it could be really great. But here's the problem I would make like, you know how like like Obama and Michelle Obama, everyone always says that if you're a black person, you have to work twice as hard. To yeah, get yes, yes, I, yes. I would already be expecting Indian representation on Bachelor in freaking Paradise to be like, but you must be a bastion of goodness and you must yes. re- represent us well. And it's like, that's me putting pressure on them yeah. when I shouldn't be. Like, let them do what they want to do. It's but- a vicious cycle. Yeah, but I'm like, don't, don't shame us. Which I'm part of the problem. Oh, my no, God. No, you know what? I think I just... I feel like Serena is not too in touch with her Indianness. I'm gonna say that. Yeah, I, just, I don't see anything in it. Her. Just it didn't come up at all. Like on her hometown date, it was all about <gasps> Canada. It wasn't about Dude, like what the hell. Like you're half hell. Indian. Can we talk about that a little bit? But it never came up. No one. Everyone's like, "What yeah. is she? She's non-white, but what is she?" And it's like she's half Indian. Can we and talk about that, this? And for that to have not come up at all was at so all. glaring. It's it's like mm-hmm. you're it not is. white, oh my God. and you're with a half white, half black lead, and you're not going to show one conversation about freaking race. I'm with- sure they. I'm sure they talked about it. They must have, you know. But yeah. like they didn't ABC, show it. Of course they- not. But Ugh, like, anyway, yeah, I want to see just- her on Paradise. I do. Well, okay. I have a question. What was Taylor, the one who's 
former past tweets. Taylor Nolan. Okay, so I always disliked her because she was so righteous too. And I was like, and she's she's coming. Her apologies right now with major air quotes are really problematic. Oh, her apologies. Well, she basically said I wrote those when I was an angry teenager and I was that bad person and I have done a lot of growth. So I don't know what to make of it. But two questions. Number one is, does she have Indian in her? I've always wondered. And two, she does not she's half black um oh okay but you know what's so funny a lot of people are like taylor reminds me of you and i'm like she doesn't she she doesn't but she has like an indian vibe she does but she's not do they mean personality i just think by personality no 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 no, no. like there was there was like some of her features like okay like kind of look like me but like she, she looks like me. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, she, I haven't. She's taken a break from social media. So we she's did a still whole off. Patreon about it, but I think that she has always been defensive, and it's really disappointing to see how, like, the criticism of her apologies, which I agree with, are like, she's all like, this was a long time ago. And and she is saying, like, I was that and I've changed. But the tweets are so horrible. What were they? What oh, were they? oh, deep. Do you haven't read them? Not like I can't remember. She right said now. some shit about Indian people. That's <gasps> really not cool. What? What? Did yeah. She, say? she said something about like all Indian men, like, please take a shower and like <gasps> whatever what? before you approach me. Oh, what? my God. That's not even the half of it. Like. She says this. She says stuff about East Asian people, like using rolling (gasps) backpacks in a derogatory way. (gasps) She says stuff. And sorry, this trigger warning for anyone who might get upset. I'm like, she fat shames people. She shames people who have mental illness. She tells people who have been raped that they should commit suicide. I mean, it is. What? And this person became a therapist? It is. is, Well, now people are calling for her to get her um, license License taken away because she talked publicly about on her Twitter about patients she had. Which is wild. It's so wrong on so many levels. I Wait, mean, so even not even as a teenager, as an adult, she was talking no, about. She was studying to get her degree at this point. Like I, on, when she was on the show, she was a master's student. She was a master's student when. She okay, was so she was seeing people in practicum, probably, which is like when you're, you know, no, when you're a student, a you okay, see people. Okay, this was all happening in 2011. She's 24. What no? There's she's no... twenty seven. She's twenty eight now. So this. Was so she like, was twenty. So, so she, she was, was an undergrad. 20. She was just not a teenager. She was just out of her wow. teens, but like an adult, and okay, saying for this her, shit. For her to say, for her defense to be, it was a long time ago. Yeah. As opposed to, it was a long time ago, and I'm so horrified, right. and I'm so sorry, and let me bend over backwards and grovel. Right forever and ever and ever but instead she's like mad that she's getting flack for it no and she's like you know what i left those tweets up intentionally because i wanted people to um see that i've grown Mm. but then you realize that like she didn't realize everything that was up there because 
at first she's like, my apologies only for the BIPOC community. But then it's like, but you fat shamed people, but you preyed on people with mental illness, like all of these other communities that aren't just BIPOC you went after. So you clearly just didn't remember that all this Mm -hmm. shit was up there and it's really harmful and a responsible person would have taken that shit down. Especially when she became a public figure. I mean, yes, it was right. with Nation, but she knew people would be going through her tweets. Yeah. And she's and she's like, oh, the people who who are calling me out on this, they they hate the work that I'm doing, whatever. It's like, Taylor, stop. Just, Just stop. say sorry. No, I yeah. never liked her when she was with Derek Path, like in that bit. She was so smug. Yeah. And she was always awful. She thinks and I'm she's like, better than everyone she else. She's better than everyone. And yeah, I cannot stand her. And there is just like this machine. It's like Deanna also everything you're saying about like, just it is a, like white supremacist vibe. Yeah. Like when your fans of your show by the tens of thousands of comments are literally oh backing God. up Chris Harrison when he did bad. <sighs> That's really like, bad. Like, really, really bad. bad. This is their core audience. And it's like... He's saying woke police on woke, he said national television. Oh, yeah. He said it, like, three when? times. Well, wait, are, wait, yeah. wait, where? In when? the interview in with Rachel Lindsay. He said... Okay, I, I don't... Uh, I know. I You know what? This is one of those things where I need to because as a white person, I'm like, <laughs> it makes me so co- uncomfortable. And it's like, well, that's the fucking yeah, point. Yeah, you know? Yeah. It's like, I can't... I shouldn't avoid it's it. It's like 13, I, 14 minutes. Maybe it's 17. I can't remember. But... You should watch it and watch like Lindsay, Rachel Lindsay's poise and yes. Chris Harrison. So it's a video. So it's down. a video. It's, it's a video. It's not even ten. It's like ten minutes or Maybe. less. It's, it's a it's a good watch. Well, and you like, won't you won't even be looking at the time because you're just gonna be like you're just gonna oh be like what the God. fuck? He does it. He doubles down. He doubles down constantly. It's like you know, and that's when it's like, you know, white feminism. I, I'll bring it up, but it's like. We failed as white feminists because, you know, they um, have unequal power, you know, mm-hmm. in certain situations. Why didn't they go behind Rachel and be like, fuck this? Yeah. And we're going to support mm-hmm. you. You know, I'm not saying, of course, everything, everyone else, maybe it's wrong to say white feminist, but I'm just saying, be, but like, no, it's the not fact wrong. That people were turning against her and I'm sure like oh and they still are I mean the the, yeah. the yeah. people making these comments that I'm seeing defending Chris defending Rachel Kirkconnell it's all white women and it's yeah. like this is why I say I watch this show is because it keeps me closer to these conversations it's that important. are not happening that's in a, my own circle you know it's actually a really that's good, a good point because a lot of people are like feel like bad because they're like I can't support this anymore I always say for reality yeah that's actually what I want to bring up to the both of you like as you know um why watch this it's basically like do you remember reading about how like match.com the founder of it is like a Trump supporter and he doesn't believe in gay marriage and like initially that's why they they didn't have like um men in, or um lgbtq like relationships setups on Whoa, match.com yeah. and then like not that i was ever an online dater but it's like i don't want to support match.com so why would i support the bachelor well i 
I think that I deserve to be entertained just like the rest <laughs> of America. You know, like yeah. I deserve to enjoy my Monday nights with The Bachelor. Yes, you do. And I'm going to continue that. And you know what? Like, I do think it gives me this very helpful perspective on things I am not seeing in mm-hmm. like the liberal spaces that I move through. I, I agree with that sentiment for why one can justify continue watching. And that was my, that's been my justification for continue watching because I think that it is, it takes a temperature of the country. Mm -hmm. And my question is like, is ABC, like the corporation, is it driven? I feel like corporations are driven by profits. Okay, obviously. And the fact that they're like, we have to make this, a very white show mm-hmm. because that's what gives us money. I feel like they've crunched the numbers and that's why they're making these the decisions. Numbers. And that is why I feel like it is interesting to watch from yeah. our lens because it's like a lot of people, like we're not friends with them, but no. there are so many out there who literally are calling for Rachel Lindsay's head and for yeah. Chris Harrison to be, held as Jesus Jesus you know <laughs> what I mean and do you know what I'm interested in deep tea which just to, you got me thinking about something who are the advertisers right now in bachelor on the bachelor because they're the ones who say thumbs up you're doing this correctly you should pay attention you know peloton peloton okay so peloton (laughs) is like you got this bachelor abc like you you figured it out like put an athletic black man on to ride our bikes yeah like that's what we want you know it's like yes this is sensitive but like look at what we're doing over here yeah but like who else is like because that's what Bachelor Nation doesn't give a fuck about us. No. All they're thinking about is what makes their advertisers But happy. that's why these moves are pretty monumental because, like, they are going to lose a lot of viewers without Chris Harrison. Like, people are going yeah. to mm-hmm. boycott the show. And, like, so this statement that they put out on Instagram is also just, like, they are saying, like, we are taking steps. Like, and it's not the, just like the black box for black lives matter, you know, it's like, right. I think they're making intentional choices. I am choosing to be optimistic about like about production and all that. They are trying to change things, not only on what we see on the screen, but behind the screen, the scenes, Mm -hmm. like time will tell 2021 is a big year for the franchise yeah for them to really redeem themselves like the I mean, after they the final the rose was they riveting. shit the bed they shit the bed that's they shit the only the way to bed. describe this they fucked it up more than so i've seen bad. any season fucked they up. shit the whole house they yeah. need to tear down the house mm-hmm. and you and know what rebuild. it's a really good example of why you can't just virtue signal you can't just no. put a black no. house really in and point. say that's a this really is good gonna point. work it's like real time example real time blowing up in their faces and that's why when they announced that i'm like this is not gonna work now i didn't know how it would play out but (laughs) i was right in that it didn't work i didn't know but here's the thing i didn't know it'd be this bad it's so bad it was worse than i could have imagined and i was imagining bad 
I was Chris, like Chris ruining his own career yeah. is one of the best things. Well, yeah. I've seen. Well, you know what? You know what actually worried me about Rachel was like, and and she has Rachel Kirkconnell or Kirkconnell, okay, yeah, Rachel Kirkconnell that she has said to her supporters like, don't tell me I did nothing wrong. I did do something wrong. Yeah. But I do want to say like a lot of people could take this and run the worst way where they're like, mm. this movement came for me. Fuck them. I'm going to triple down on yeah. my racism. They don't <laughs> think that they're racist and they don't yeah. think, but like cancel culture, all the, Oh, you wanted to talk about cancel culture. I think. Well, yeah. Well, we want to hear from you because Deanna mm-hmm. and I talk about it a lot, but like, do you think cancel culture is possible? Number one, like, I'm saying I want Chris to be canceled, but he's never going to be canceled. Like, can we cancel people? Is it useful to cancel people? Like, um, what thoughts, is it? My thoughts on cancel culture is I, I would hate to be canceled. I sure would, yes. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you never hear a person who was canceled. Like, they're they're canceled because they did something. It's always bigoted. It's always a bigoted or sexist yes. or misogynist mm-hmm. or rapey mm-hmm. thing. It's never because it's oppressive. It's something yeah, oppressive. It's, not, it's never because they like Lisa Vanderpump more than Lisa Rinna. You know what I mean? <laughs> totally. Because, yes. I love that example. That's a really they good point. Did something bad and and across the aisle. I don't give a shit. Fine, get rid of Cuomo. Like if he's been so right. oppressive to yes. females, I don't care yeah. that he's a Democrat. Like. Let's get no. those people out. And I feel that people who like do Southern charm, right? So like Shep in that uh, uh, reunion was so like, I think that Shep is, was so scared of being canceled. Yes. And that's why he took yes. the stances that he had because he was just like, people You mean like mistakes. no stance? He doesn't take yeah. any stance? He took, he took no, yeah, no, no stance. But he He knew. takes stances on Twitter. Did he not take stances? He took, he takes political stances on he Twitter. He does. But remember the cans? He made fun of the homeless woman. Yes. Um, who he did like, um, after the not this season in between seasons yeah he was in new york and he was yelling at this homeless woman not yelling at her he was making fun of her and she was had cans that they collect and he was like he was drunk and he was like nice kids and she was screaming at him and she may or may not have been mentally ill like we don't know but this poor woman was like stop it stop telling me stop it he's like but cans look at the cans he then he then like everyone was like what the He's fuck a, are you doing, yeah. Chef? And yeah. everyone told him, and he still wouldn't relent. And then he's like, no, it's a double entendre. I love double entendre. Oh, and no. he finally white took privilege it yes, this to the mask. Like, white and colonized so, lens. Yes, <laughs> white so, colonized yeah. lens. And so the thing is, I think someone like Shep was so stance-free on Catherine mm-hmm. because he is scared of himself getting canceled. So I yeah. think a lot of people who are like, fuck cancel culture is because they do cancel kind of things a lot. Yes. That is, you know, that is so well said. Like, that's so true that like, we have to remember that people get canceled because they do really bad shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's not for like petty things. And I'm sorry if Republicans happen to be more, 
cancel-y than <laughs> Democrats. Like, you know, like, that's yeah, kind like, of your bad. What it's not my say? fault. What does that yeah. say? You know, maybe it can skew more right. But like, I also would not want to get canceled for something I said that was really insensitive about someone's looks on my podcast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I would be like, oh, my life is over. I can imagine how awful that would feel. But I do know that I wouldn't say I don't hold racist beliefs like mm. in that way, you know, that like, like everyone has prejudices that we're born yeah. with and you work through them. It's no one's perfect. But like, I don't live in fear of being canceled. So I don't give a shit about the war against cancel culture, I guess is my point. Yeah, you know? yeah, um, yeah. And if I said if I say something that was completely insensitive, then like I should know better, you know, like luckily. uh, Yeah, I don't know. I I wish that people like their first reaction would just be, I'm sorry. This is. Yeah, Yeah. you know, like I am sorry that I said that. Even if it's like, fuck, I'm sorry. You know, just like some like genuine heartfelt. Yeah. Instead of using anti-racist words that your publicist has like inserted into a template and and like you trying to like like act as if like you did that. It's just it's so transparent. I can see straight through it. And so like I know I don't believe Rachel. I don't believe I don't believe Kirkconnell. I don't believe Chris Harrison like. Are they, if they're doing work like a lot, like I think like maybe it was on higher learning or something. They were like, I think Rachel was saying like, okay, well, you know, so-and-so is maybe it was Ashley Spivey or someone Mm -hmm. was like reading certain books and doing a book club. Maybe do that or maybe do this, engage your fans, like do whatever. But like, and Rachel's like, well, I'm not doing anything now because I'm still learning. But like the fact of the matter is like, I don't buy it and I'm not going to think about Rachel Kirkconnell. Unless she does something super positive, and that would be great. But, like, yeah. beyond that, like, you're the one who said you are blindsided for being broken mm-hmm. up with. Like, yeah. you don't get it. And that's I don't where care her if focus is. Yeah. She's yeah. like, she doesn't get it. And Matt sees that and he's mad at her about it. And mm-hmm. you know what? Like, that was to take the temperature of where she's at in her anti racist work. It was Matt's reaction to her was all I needed to see and it's yes. like this girl has right. years of work yeah. to do and oh I do have a question it's a life we, it it's life to be a lifetime yeah. for white people it's not and just Indian years people it, too like Indian people are bad like everyone yeah like it's it should everyone. it should needs everyone. to be a lifetime whether you even if you think you're not racist this is a lifetime mm-hmm. of work that is such a good point and I think I think we should end it there yeah yeah. This has been such an amazing conversation. Love to hear hot yeah. takes. Okay, so it's officially amazing. become a tradition, right? And yes, yes. And and I can't <laughs> wait for Bachelor in Paradise. I love yes. it. So I think Katie's season is next, blah. Hopefully it will be good, um, but we'll see. Then BIP, then Michelle. So what if we do a recruiting, like not a recruiting, but when they announce the people that are going to be in it? What if we have Deep T on to I talk d- about? I, I will do that. And we'll give make our generalizations, yeah. basically, of yeah. who we think these yes. people are. Yeah. Get... Deanna and I did that yeah. with Tasha's cast, and it was really fun. So. Oh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like draft picks. Yeah. yeah and like Actually, how, we, how we think it might play out, and then to yeah. see like how wrong we were, yeah. how right <laughs> we were, it'll be hilarious. So I, 
as soon as they announce it, uh, I'm, I would love I to. I need you to do the studying, Deep T. I'm going to study. You're going to study. Intro. We're going to study. I'm going to do that bip work. Yeah. Deep T, why don't you plug your podcast really oh, quick? Yeah. Um, Please listen to my podcast, Pop Culture Prisoner. We actually just um, now I'm recapping the Real World Homecoming <gasps> episode. Oh, oh my wait, god! Wait, did it start? It did. And so I have. Oh my god! I have an episode out where um, me and two of my friends we um, we talked about the original season and the I was first two episodes yes. of this season. And now I think I'm gonna. I don't know if I'm going to do it every week. I think it's just yeah. six weeks or if I'm going to do two at a time, but there'll be minimum two more episodes. I cannot wait to And listen. so please listen to that episode. Yes. And otherwise I cover like a, a lot, ton of Bravo shows. And I also did Indian matchmaking. It was a really yes. fun episode. And once in a while, my friend like who's Indian American, she wrote a book. I had her on. And so, um, Oh, and she's going to come Bravo. on our podcast when her book drops. Oh, great. That's fantastic. Yeah. Right. Her name's Priya Doty and she wrote a really great book. So that's awesome. Did you say the name of your podcast? I forgot. Pop yes, culture, pop prisoner. culture prisoner. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So this was really fun. Thanks really for having fun. me on. Oh, so always fun. a pleasure. Love the hot takes. Bye ladies. Bye. Namaste, bitches. <laughs>